Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No! Somebody, me, Lee Gerstman, why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Welcome to another edition of You Know Where You're At. You click the freaking link. What's up, Lee? Um, I don't even know if I'm on a link or if I'm all clicked up. I'm just kind of out of it, but I mean, otherwise I'm here and we're doing a good album, so I think that'll put me in a good mood. How are you, Mark? I'm doing great. Why don't you uh, introduce our guest? Okay, we have um, Bushy, Nate Edgerson, and Metal uh, Mike Tyler from... The from from their the podcast, um, yeah, the the, the plug. The I, plug. I, 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 I knew it, and then and then I just forgot it right at that moment. But yeah, I'm oh. plugging their podcast without knowing what to plug. But it's the plug, so it's all good. How are you guys? Doing? That should be an intro for them. I'm plugging their podcast when it's the plug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm only here to take umbrage with something I'm. Um, I've been seeing every week when you post your episodes. I don't know That's when you get cool. this bullshit that you think that this is America's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that's aimed at, right? Uh, Cowboys fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm taking umbrage with it. Yeah, he, he actually brought this up on our last recorded episode, uh, Mark. So, which I was like, oh, I think that's. Personally, I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, I remember when I um, long ago when Tony Dorsett was the quarterback, and and I was watching a game back in the seventies or or maybe the very early eighties. But Tony Dorsett was the runner. Well, was, well. Uh... Roger Staubach was the quarterback. Was the quarterback. Well, whatever happened. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, Drew Pearson. I know that team better. <laughs> Shit, go okay, ahead. Okay, well, well um, I saw it was kind of a boring game, and I had to use the restroom, and I thought, I hope that nothing really happens much while I'm I'm in there. And, of course, when I went in, that's when Tony Dorsett did a 96-yard touchdown. Nice. But I saw it on replay, so I saw it, but it happened right when I had to use the restroom, you know? <laughs> That's the great thing about watching football these days, pause live TV, you don't have to miss yeah. shit. But yeah. at that point, you got to stay off of Facebook, because you know people start talking, videos will pop up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I just said that as a dig to you guys, because, you know, uh, you're original owner tech tram use that as an advertising campaign nobody voted your team america's team nobody voted my podcast america's podcast so i'm gonna take that shit and run with it <laughs> hey when you're worth a billion they are you can put that crap on there i demand it come down 
I, played. I think it's pretty funny myself. I would just be happy if it was San Rafael's Canal Area podcast. <laughs> you know, that's that's right. where 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 the hookers and the the people who who use all their money to drink alcohol live. Right. <laughs> nice. You know. Oh my God, that's great. Yeah. So, how are you guys doing, Mike and uh, and Bushy? Well, um, I'm doing all right, man. I didn't get as much done yesterday as I'd like because, uh, well, it's a little over a week ago. I, you know, I think I posted on Facebook because I was fucking pissed. I fell in the ice and hurt myself, and I thought I was thought I was fully recovered. But man, the minute I started using that Zaza, my fucking back just started seasoning up with spasms. So, yeah. unfortunately, I didn't get a lot done, which was kind of frustrating. But my dad was like, "Look, man, you're probably rushing yourself back," I, you know. And part of it was because the weather was so nice. I thought I wanted to get something accomplished, you know. I want to get the fucker off my back, you know. <laughs> but um, because the next few weeks, like I'm going to be working this next weekend. The weekend after, uh, I'm going to be out of town. So I'm going to be seeing a uh, tool with an old friend of mine, you know. Uh, she lives in Kansas City, so I'm going to be staying with her. and uh, We're going to go see tool, so that ought to be uh, pretty cool. And she's going to show me the sites because I've never been to Kansas City. Give so, me a uh, picture of the Kaufman Field. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm a huge Royals fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll give you. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I can give you a, a picture of a field for a shitty baseball team. Not a problem, Bush. I'm still wow. mad at. I'm still mad at this team for I'm letting the Giants Giants beat them. Man, fuck, dude. Man, I should hate the Royals more than I do just for the '85 World Series that fucking non-call call. But hey, man, that's a whole other thing and even though and even though they they got fucked the cardinals got fucked with that at the end of the day sometimes you got to beat the refs and the outs too and the cardinals folded they buckled like a fucking bell so hey congratulations to the royals for the 85 jack clark what do you what do i think about jack clark (laughs) (laughs) freaking tommy lasorda remember that oh yeah (laughs) oh my god what a great what a great guy for the game, man. I miss the story. Yes. Uh, but let's get into this um, album. This was originally episode three that me and Bushy did. Like, second episode. It was the third episode of the podcast. I was just getting started. And I didn't know yeah. you had to label things the right way. So if I put two copied labels, the new copied label is going to take over for that copied label. So it erased the whole episode three with uh, Wishbone Ash. <laughs> So we have oh to, wow! Yeah, so episode three is Wishbone yeah. Ash on there, and I was like, "Fuck!" So months ago, I contacted. We need to redo this with Lee, <laughs> and, he, and he goes, "Fucking album reviews." So I go, "Fuck!" And I said, "We should get Metal Mike on here too." So <laughs> right on. Well, thanks for having me, man, or inviting me or whatever. It's it's fucking awesome. I mean, I love Judas Priest. They're one of my all-time favorite bands. So yeah. Yeah, we're actually releasing a uh, top five Judas Priest albums. Um, Today or tomorrow, depends on what I can get it done. I was editing it uh, actually before coming on here. All right, man. Still got a, still got a ways to go. Yeah, yep. just let me know, Bush. That way I can plug the shit out of it, you know, so to speak. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Lee, you see how that works? <laughs> yeah, I'll put it to you. Yes, okay, Mark. Anyway, um, if I don't say anything much about the songs because I don't know them even though I've heard them 20 times don't worry (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I wonder uh, how close this I'm, is to my original review. Uh, I don't remember because I, I don't have I it recorded. What, I hope I can peek. <laughs> I, I hope I can repeat what you said. Oh, bad. But this That'd is great. That could just bounce. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is from uh, February 26, 1981, and when this came out, I didn't know about it. I'll talk about that when I get into the album. But let's start off with uh, Bushy, since you were on the original episode. Uh, but before I do this song, I'm going to play it because this <coughs> is the song that got me into Judas Priest, Heading Out to the Highway by Judas Priest.
Yeah, I was heading out to the highway. What do you think about this song, Bucci? Uh it's 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 a it's a stone cold classic, man. That riff's just fucking killer. Uh, Alfred's vocals are great. The drums are right in the pocket. And that bass is thumping. It's a great song. It's a killer video. Uh, it wasn't the first thing by Priest I ever heard, but uh, it was up there. In one of the first few songs I did here. It's a it's a badass jam. Great opening track. What'd you think about it, Metal Mike? Um, again, great opening track. Cool riffage. Um. Uh, and I mean, just a tiny little bit of a burnout factor for me, but just a tiny bit. It's still a great song, though. A great song's a great song, no matter. And it, it, because the song gets played a lot, it's and they play it a lot here in the St. Louis Metro East area. So that's why I say a little burnout factor for me. Uh, but it, there is a reason for that. I mean, this is still a huge concert staple to this day. Uh, Rob just fucking kills it vocally and just stellar musicianship throughout the entire track. Great opening track, man. What do you think about it, Lee? Oh, this is like, for me, the complete opposite of a burnout. To me, every time I hear it, I love it even more. And um, if I had a chance to pick my favorite six songs from the album to play, this would have been one of them. But the one that I picked, which I won't mention right now, is still also really good. But this, yeah. Um, I don't know how to drive, but I remember going on the highway with friends, and this this song is the thing that 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 brings you there. And the cover point of entry, the the front cover with that road, that's the road you'd be going on. And 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 it's it's a lot of albums have a good start, and then after the start, they might not always continue in the same way. This album is like, this is the red carpet, but the carpet continues throughout the rest of the album. And this is, this is like ready, set, go. This is, this is one of my favorite Judas Priest songs. Well, my story is I didn't know Judas Priest and I worked at In-N-Out Burger in Lakewood at this time. And my, my, one of the guys in there, Sean O'Connell, he says, you haven't heard Judas Priest? I go, no, I, I, I know breaking the law or whatever. And he breaks out point of entry and we get in my car and I, and he turns the fucker up and I go, this fucking rules. <laughs> I go, I fucking, why did I get into this bad earlier? And I was like, fuck, this is like, I can roll down the windows, man. <laughs> Music. It's like the first time I heard Kill em All is the same thing. It's like, roll down the fucking windows there. Everybody hear this shit. It's a fucking great song, man. I love it. It is a it, great song. Oh, it, yeah. makes, it makes me think when you say that, that you hadn't heard a Jewish priest, and when you heard them, you heard the sound. That would be like someone saying, I've never tried steak before, and they bring you to Peter Luger, and they give you a $60 <laughs> steak, and it's like, hell, you started out with the best. When I first heard a Jewish priest, I only heard of them because there was a guy in my school who had stickers of all these groups that I hadn't even heard of, and they were one of them. So I, I they were not on my radar either. But I wish that I had had Point of Entry as the first album I heard. You yeah. started better than I did. And, I that, started with Turbo. Dang. I'm uh, sorry. You, you started worse than I did, but I, I still like Turbo. <laughs> I love that record. I like Turbo also, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I guess I'm outvoted on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole lot easier to say, sit out and shut up. 
when I got three guys on my side. Okay, all right, yeah, because you're right. Sit you down know. and shut up. They're all on my side. You aren't on my lap right now, so shut up and sit down here. I'm all right. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> what I was going to say though, with me, priest, yeah. my introduction to priest was, as I said before, I got into Kiss at a very, very early age. And me and my older brother, who got me into Kiss, and my twin brother, Mark, just drove my uh, my late cousin, Mitchell, who's no longer with us, fucking awesome dude, and the neighbor across the street, who was almost like a big brother to all of us, including my big brother, Kevin Barnes. They liked Kiss, but they were like, guys, there's other bands. Well, Mitchell was really into Priest real big, and he, he would always sometimes have more than one copy, you know, because he collected vinyl. And he brought me a copy of uh, Sad Wings of Destiny. So that was my first introduction to Priest. That's hot, too. That's a good one, too. And I was still a little guy. I was still pretty young, really. I was lucky. I had an older brother, and then I had mentors, you know, that was like, hey, check this out. Um, So I remember when this record came out. And what's weird, though, is I don't remember the... Because apparently, I guess, for some older Priest fans, because this album followed British Steel... Some people looked at it as almost like Priest was trying to sell out. I don't really feel that way. I mean, I like Point of Entry. It's not in my top ten of Priest albums, but it's still, well, I think it's like number 11. It's still a great record. Okay. So that's that's how I feel about it. But, um, yeah, man, that's that's my background with Judas Priest. So At least it's not number 12. Then I would get issue with you. But it's <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just oh man! Good. Yeah, that that same guy got me into Ozzy Black Sabbath and Dio Black Sabbath. So that got oh, nice. it was nice. coworkers, dude. I was like nineteen, twenty when they find when I finally heard this stuff, uh-huh. and I was kind of like Nate. I know I had a pastor grandfather, well, but probably I, I felt embarrassed to listen to cer- certain stuff around him. So you're, you're very very close to the same age as me. So basically, your introduction to that stuff was what 90? 90, 89, 80, well, actually, 80, 88, because I got into Metallica in 88. That was okay. the first thrash band I got into. Uh, okay. We talk about that on the Mark and Jerry bullshit se- sessions, if you want to check that yeah, out. I will. Yeah. No, I got into most of this stuff at 87, man. I was 12 years old, and that's where my heavy metal stuff blew up. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I would say Def Leppard was my introduction to metal, and it, it softened me up for Kill 'Em All when I first heard that in, like, 88. Because I didn't right my friend, another friend from In-N-Out Burger. All these people from In-N-Out Burger, they turned me on to the best music of my life. <laughs> it's awesome. like, Isn't that awesome, though? Yeah. I and mean, you get into so many great memories, too. Yeah. yeah I hear you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Well, let's get to the next track. Let's start with uh, You Metal Mike on Don't Go. All right, Don't Go. Uh, this is, uh, uh, you know, starts off with a really cool bass line. So definitely some swagger to this tune. Um, it's kind of funny though, because lyrically, it's weird. I mean, I, I would I remembered some of the lyrics to Priest as a kid, but I you know reading some of these lyrics now, it's like oh my, it was out there all along. You know what I mean? Even though, <laughs> even though I gotta admit, years ago I remember because you know me and my brother, my older brother, we had our rock and metal heroes posters formed all over our fucking walls, you know and course we had priest up there and i remember one time man this is my teenage years i'm getting high with my big brother and i made a joke saying is it just me or is juice priest look like fucking gay bikers trying to <laughs> and my big brother just started dying laughing man um but i didn't care because i love the music you know it doesn't matter what they look like you know and 
And um, yeah, but when you like with this one, if you listen to the lyrics, man, he's basically saying, "Don't leave me, don't go." I mean, I love you, Rob, but you're kind of being a needy bitch with this song. I mean, <laughs> and we all know that that'll just make a lady. We all know that'll just make a lady's naughty parts drier than the Sahara Desert. Okay, I mean, they don't. They don't like it when you get all needy with them, man. Uh, maybe that stuff works with gay dudes. I don't know, but it turns the ladies off, Rob. Uh, but not a bad track at all. I, it's a it's a really cool. I I dig it. I I, I call it kind of a, a filler, but killer filler. Uh, what say you guys? What do you think about it, Nate? Uh, it's a super simple riff, but it, you know I dig it. Uh, I much prefer Rob's vocals during the chorus verses aren't bad guitar solo's okay it's it, you know like metal mike said it's a filler track uh one that i could easily skip yeah what do you think about it lee well when i hear the beginning of it yeah it, it, it does have a filler element to it but with some songs and i've even written songs like that where the beginning is like maybe the first 30 seconds are just kind of like yeah, okay, this is good background music for when you're munching on a sandwich. But then all of a sudden it just kicks in, and it's like, wow, and then it gets better. And, and, and so this song, to me, is not filler because it goes from the filler to the killer. And, and I, um, is it one of my favorite songs on here? I would have to say actually yes. It's one of my favorites. One of my, almost all of the songs on here are my favorites. There's maybe a couple not. So you'll Spoiler find out word. when you find out. But, but I mean, is it better than heading out to the highway? If I had to only pick one over the other, I would say I like heading out to the highway better. But that's like saying, um, who would you rather date, a woman who's um, 120 pounds or 119 pounds. It's like, we're talking a pound. But are their shirts tucked in, Lee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. If that's the case, then is her front shirt tail tucked all the way, or is it only tucked halfway? Then I would go with the full tuck. But, 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 is, but, but, but we're talking... Okay, so... This is like nine and a half out of ten tucks for me. <laughs> there you go, bro. <laughs> nine and yeah. Half. yeah I, right on, man. I, I think it's kind of clunky, but it works. Weird rhythm sound. And then it doesn't sound like it's going to go anywhere that the chorus came in. It's a great song. I like it. And, uh, yeah. And then we get to right. Hot Rockin', which, of course, Bushy put, picked. <laughs> so here's Hot Rockin' on the Free Ford Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was hot rocking. Why'd you pick this, Bushy? Oh, come on, man. Here we go. <laughs> Driving riffage, thumping bass, Rob's voice just fucking on fire. Dude, it's just a rocking song. And that solo with all the pinch harmonics going on, that absolutely rules. You know, I like Zach Wilde anyway. But this is how Priest is supposed to sound. This is a badass jam. What do you think about it, Metal Mike? I got to pretty much concur with Bushy, man. I, what I got in my notes is really just a really cool, catchy, infectious track that just gets in your brain and doesn't let go. Uh, it, it, it just gets stuck in there, you know what I mean? Like, you know how certain songs do. Just killer guitar work throughout, courtesy of K.K. Downey and Glenn Tipton. And, of course, the rhythm section of the very underrated and, and not very, well, never mentioned at all, Ian Hill on bass and Dave Holland on drums. Just a stellar track. Rob's killing it on vocals. You know, and we all, everybody wants to go hot rocking, right? You know, it's, what, oh, yeah. it's one of those songs, like, I remember, I remember when this album came out and having a lot of memories of, uh, you know, Getting in the uh, getting in the car with my buddies and you know partying and somebody threw this tape you know throw this tape in the tape deck and hot rocking man yeah cool cool track hell yeah what do you think about it Lee of course Bushy had to pick it which means I couldn't pick it <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the ones I I would have picked that one but um hey man um even though the video even though I don't go that way, I still think the video's cool, and I think the song is cool, and I think that it's 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 a fist pumping good time, and I really like the song, and it's um, tied for one or two or three or four or five or six of my other favorite songs. <laughs> All right. Well, like like Metal Mike said, Ian Hill and um, fucking uh, uh, Dave Holland didn't get enough credit, but this album is all of them. If you think about it, it's just like killer bass and rhythm driving this album. Oh, uh, the yeah. leads are kind of secondary on this album. They do precise leads, but it's basically Holland and Hill freaking driving this whole album to me. This is a great yeah, song. I, yeah, it is the Ian Hill, Dave Holland show. I agree with that, Mark. Yeah, I, I would definitely concur. Yeah, man. I was listening to it going, man, this is like bass and drones, bass and drums. You never heard them that high in the mix on a Priest album before. It's usually KK and Glenn and Rob. And now I'm like, whoa, the bass and drums are like prominent on this whole album. This song yes. fucking rules. I love it. <laughs> Actually... I won't say what song it is, but there is one song that I would say is my very, very favorite. <laughs> but but, but we'll get to it when we get to it. All right, let's get to Turning Circles. Uh, Metal Mike, what'd you think of this one? Uh, I just got basically, musically, I, I'm going to pretty much go along with what, it's the same. Again, I almost sound like I'm repeating myself, but, it, you know, yeah, like you just said, it's the Ian Hill, Dave Holland show. And then, you know, just a cool tune. It's got that swagger, you know, kind of like walking down the street. Like, you're like, what up, man? Um, and, and lyrically, it's kind of cool, too, because basically it's a track about someone who's letting life kind of get away from them. You know, like you're, you're, you're turning circles. Like, you just feel like you're going nowhere, you know. But then you, and, and you're kind of getting stuck in a rut, so to speak. And, and it basically, he just wants to be left alone to just kind of work it out himself and, 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 and everything. It's a, another solid track. Again, killer filler. Um, what are your thoughts, guys? What do you think about it, Nate? 
All right. Uh, well, first of all, I'll take my Judas Priest without a reggae-sounding opening riff. I, I, I don't dig that. But afterwards, man, it's not a bad song. Uh, it'd probably work well on Turbo, if you ask me. Hey. Especially, especially the uh. vocals. Uh, yeah, how much you like it now, Metal Mike? I, uh... I, just, I just revised my opinion of the song. Uh, I love the fact that it's uh, kind of slow, but it still kicks ass. And that bluesy guitar solo, um, those those bluesy guitar solos don't hurt at all. I think it's pretty great too. Yeah, this has got a great groove to it. It's um, it's like Rob Rob on this record is not like hitting those high notes. He's doing it sustained. And same thing with the guitar players, like we said, Ian Hill, Dave Hall. It's just like they're like taking a back seat to them. And this song is one of them. I fucking love yeah. this song. Great song. Right on. And then we get to uh, we end side yeah, one with you didn't ask me my opinion, oh. but I'm cool. Okay, go ahead, Lee. <laughs> okay. It's a joke. All right, but actually, um, it's good that you said it because I was drinking my last of one of my balls of vodka, so it allowed <laughs> me to chug while you talked. So I'm all good. Yeah. This is this is one of a couple of filler tunes on here, but when I say filler. It's going to sound weird, but it's like if you're getting a massage from someone who's really, really good with a massage and you don't know what they look like, you don't necessarily need to see what they look like and you can still feel good with it. Once you see what they look like, then they kind of like, oh, I want her instead of him. But I mean... <laughs> otherwise, otherwise the massage itself is good, and and this song, this song is, it's the kind of filler song that I would still want to hear, as opposed to a really good song from a group I don't like. So that's how I feel about it. I'll right. tell you what, I'm uh, really glad. That, uh, I didn't interrupt you, Lee, because uh, when you were talking uh, about uh, the massage table, um, uh, I was thinking about, you know, yeah, I would just slide my dick through the hole and whoever's down there have fun. But then you said it was a dude. I was like, well, I'm glad I held back on that. <laughs> I'm glad that I held back too, man. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, stop chasing me. It just, just as long as you're on the beach, that's good. But don't go to my house, buddy. I'm on <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! Hey, uh, so the next track is Desert Plains, <laughs> which Metal Mike uh, picked. So here's Desert Plains on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
That was Desert Plains. Why'd you pick this track, Mike? Um, for a couple reasons. Uh, one, sentimental, and I'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, you know, I just like this track because it just starts off with that killer opening riff, and then it's got that groove that just kicks in with another almost like galloping rhythm. Like, again, the band, I, the rhythm section on this, and like you said, maybe it was just because they were kind you know, because they talk about it, you know, the, the record company was kind of pressuring them to do more of a... Um, I guess an accessible album or, or whatever you want to, you know, you know, call it. But um, uh, this song, it reminds me of my late cousin Mitchell who got me into Priest. He was a big Burley Harley rider and he just uh, loved to get out on his bike and, and ride. He rode all over this country. He even took his bike on a cruise at, at, to Europe and rode all over Europe. Um you know, and it, 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 when I think, when I hear this song, I think of Mitchell, you know, and it's, and, and it's tied with my favorite track of the album. Or, mm. yeah. So that, that, that's why I just, yeah, I like it. It's, it's not as, it's not as, as heavy as some of the other songs, but I, I don't know. I just think it's a cool fucking tune, man. What do you guys yeah. think? What do you think, Nate? Fuck, dude, it's the best song on the fucking album. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. I, I love how the drums are so forward in the mix. Uh, a riff just fucking rules uh, but man yeah like you guys have been saying because this bass is being laid down I mean he walked in on this one flopped his dick out on the damn amp <laughs> said here we go Rob's vocals are you fucking kidding me dude yes yes uh, the now the guitar solos they're a little out there they're weird it is a little different but that's what I kind of like about it yeah it fucking works man uh, I think it's an amazing track and uh yeah, this is my favorite song on the record. I was a little pissed when Mike chimed in with Desert Plains before I could. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Rock is like my third favorite. Nice. Ah. What do you think about it, Lee? Well, the reason why I didn't pick the song, which is my very favorite song on the album, <laughs> is because Mike picked it. <laughs> but, um, Boom. But, um, You're welcome, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 thank you for picking a good song, because hey man, it, it gives me a chance to give you kudos. But um, the song that awesome. I picked, which you'll find out later, it's one of it's it, they're all, a, all a, one of my six favorites. So I, you know, it's like like the guy who goes and gets a date with six different women. And he picks all the same day because he forgets that he asked someone else first. So they all come at the same time and he goes, who do I choose? And they all look at each other and say, none of us, bye. But anyway, um, the whole thing is, yeah, man, I love this beat and this song. This is like one of the reasons why this is one of my favorite Judas Priest albums. The other favorite of mine is Sad Wings of Destiny for a totally different reason. But that one is awesome, too. But this album is, um, I don't think about whether or not something is more commercial or more this or that. If it's really, really tight on great and, and, and they... If this is a commercial album by by a group like Jews Priest, hey, you know, they know what they're doing. Right. This, and, this is great. So and if, if, I love this song. 
And if I may interject, I just want to say, I mean, I'm only going by what I got on the research and, and how some priest oh, no fans feel about this record. Like, In fact, I, the group did too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm going, okay, accessible, but compared to what? I mean, granted, it's yeah, not as no, heavy I know as, what you mean. It's not as heavy an album as British Steel or even the album after Screaming for Vengeance, but it's not yeah. like they went fucking like power pop with this record no, or anything. No. You know, it's not that drastic of a. Um, I know what you mean. You know, so it, it kind of makes me scratch my head when I've heard some of my fellow Priest songs kind of um, downplay this album a bit. I'm like, well, fuck, man. It's it's still a good, solid record, man. Yeah, Dude, it's, it's the production. I'm telling you, it's the production. Uh, I would compare this on a production level and like Kiss hotter than hell. Maybe it doesn't sound like it's supposed to, but that's what gives it its fucking charm. Oh, right. I would oh, never, yeah. never, never, never put this um, compared to that piece of crap. <laughs> oh. oh! Well, see you guys later. <laughs> but, but if you see... I like the album. My, if, if, <laughs> yeah, if, 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 if you see my playlist i do something called potter than bell where i sing my own versions of all of the songs up of potter than hell so ah. at least i know the album hey, i don't right. necessarily make them sound good but if you want to hear me do a cover version of that shitty album you get it i like well, hotter than hell but here's what i mean i mean this is what i've tried to say if you think of the production on this album between uh, British Steel and then what was it, Screaming after that? Yeah. In the middle there, it's like the production level goes down. It's a little more raw sounding, uh, which is I kind of the way I think of Hotter Than Hell. It's a raw sounding album. I agree, but, 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 I, but, 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 but you can go on and say what you well, want to say. It's like Tesla's first album, you know, raw, you know. If I can... I know you don't like it that much, Nate. But <laughs> I'm just I, I haven't even listened to it. Yeah, I know. And I forgot. You don't need to. I forgot to send you before my eyes. That's a great fucking track. But uh, I don't know how that got left out of the folder. But uh, I don't. I, I like about two or three Tesla songs. Yeah. Period. Out of about a hundred. You were talking about dating, uh, Lee. Before I get into my review, I remember when I was on an app and I was dating. And I was dating this girl, and then I go out the next day with another girl. I went out with like 10 dates in like a week after my first divorce. And uh, I started dating this one girl, and then talking to her, I guess it was her friend <laughs> on the app. And then uh -oh. we had a, a setback, and I didn't want to see her no more because she went, she was a little nuts. And then the, the friend, I was texting her, he says, oh, my friend told me what you did. Bye. <laughs> I go, oh, shit. <laughs> Well, damn. Lost out all that blowjob. That's a bullshit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was funny. I think about it now. I go, wow. <laughs> With me, it would be someone saying, she told me what you didn't do. And I would be like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Never mind. I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. My claim to fame is I got two out of three sisters. I never could nail a third. <laughs> that was that was upsetting. Oh god! Yeah, I can see where that'd be a little disappointing. And I'd still do it too. She's still fine as hell. <laughs> Welcome to um, members of my family, most of whom on that side have passed away, unfortunately. But um, hey, man, um, I guess fun was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Desert Plains rules, man. I, this is my second favorite song on the album. Uh, the bass and the drums again. And it's short, precise solos. 
It's like it's like it's very cut cut and dry. They're doing them really good, but it's like they have a start and a stop time. It's like psh, done and then back yeah, to the like, groove. They're like guitar solos with intent and purpose. You know what I mean? Like boom. You, you know what I mean? I yeah, man. Yeah. So, you and me are agreeing on this song, man. That's yeah. right on, man. It's but it's like you're saying it better than I did. It's like the whole album is like if you listen to the solos, they're more subdued than they used mm -hmm. to be. And in the yeah. next album, they went back to the aggression. It was like weird. It's like they held back. It was like, oh, I'm gonna go. Wait, stop. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but this album rules, though. But yeah, I just if I no didn't know better. I would have said this was a '70s sounding priest album. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I like it as much as I do like it because it does remind me of like. 70s priest now that i th think about it you know yeah, it, you know because when you listen to the distortion on uh screaming it's a much different uh kind of effect they have going on in those guitars mm -hmm, yeah. for that album you listen Which, to this this is like nah this could fit back there in the day yeah i do like screaming for vengeance but i think you guys are kind of making it sound a little tiny bit better than it really is <laughs> okay Ow. dude shots fired no, not shots. Just, just trying to get you back to reality. <laughs> oh, okay, my bro. reality. And, well, and your reality is already fucked. And Mars. Fucked, so. Yeah, yeah. My reality is fucked. So welcome to fucked reality, otherwise known as Lee 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 Lee. That, that, is that going to be your solo podcast? Welcome to the fucked reality podcast. <laughs> hey, you should change the show if, name, if dude. You allow me. If you allow me to do that, I'll give you credit. <laughs> you, you can have it, buddy. There you go. Thank dude, you. Great idea. I don't, I'm not so sure I'm not going to steal it. Take a chat. Well, hey, dude. Hey. <laughs> Everyone can steal it. We'll all we'll just change our names to the fucked reality. Like, <laughs> you decide well, which one you want to listen to. Well, it started, there you go, folks. It's official. What started out as a crossover episode is now the fucked reality podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, if, if you've ever been to San Francisco in the Castro District, and I don't want to give details, you know what <laughs> fucked reality is. <laughs> I've never been, even though I have been invited to San Francisco, and I will go one day. Well, I mean, um, okay, I'll just mention this. Me and, um, well, let's just say I was walking with someone, and the guy's were outside of a cafe and they were all totally nude and nobody cared. Yeah, sounds like San Fran. And of course, I kind of kept walking. Maybe <laughs> my friend wasn't walking as quickly as me, but I mean, you know, hey. <laughs> no judgments, right? Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was just more like, oh my word, whoa. But I mean, no, we, we were both just walking and and not expecting that. Anyway, um, it'd definitely that be crazy to come up. around a corner. <laughs> I'm trying to get by, but this guy's dicks in my face. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my. They were, they were actually kind of more subtle. They, they they were actually like very, very older men. So, <laughs> so you know, it, it's just, never, never mind. I, I don't want to. <laughs> Oh my Lee's God. having nightmares tonight. All right, let's get to... No, no, because it was such a long time ago, I, I can look back at it with... Not, never mind, shut up. 
All right. <laughs> well, let, let's flip this bitch over to the second side if you have the vinyl and Lee picks Solar Angels. So here's Solar yep. Angels on a Freeform Rock podcast.
That was Solar Angels. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? This is a song that I needed to be picked. And since I couldn't pick the songs that Nate or Mike picked, this song was also my favorite, tied with the other two, three, four, five, six songs. And this song is like man if you only hear one song off of this album of course if you hear hot rocking first or if you hear desert plains first of course <laughs> those are great songs but if you hear this song first you're still going to hear an awesome introduction to this album this song is like with the word solar angels da da i mean I wish I could write a song like this. This is that good. I love the song. I, I think this is like, this is my very favorite. Otherwise, I actually, Desert Plains is my favorite. Actually, I'm Hot Rockin's. Fuck. They're all three <laughs> my favorite. But Solar Angels has its own thing about it, which makes it like, Let's say there's chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream. You like a very specific brand of each. When it comes to the flavor of this song, this is my favorite of this song. And this is one of the three best songs on the album. What did you think about it, Bushy? Oh, man. There's a lot of driving references on this album, huh? Yeah. Look, uh, as much as I want to hate, like, the body of this song, I can't. Uh, that opening is just heavy and driving. The tr those triplet bass notes, they're kind of cheesy, but they're awesome at the same time. The vocals are just killer. The solos, now those are fucking tasty. Drums are nice and thick in the mix. This is a great tune. Much heavier song than Desert Plains. Works perfectly as a side two opening track. Hmm. What did you think about it, Metal Mike? Pretty much got to go along with most of what Bushy said. Um, I just think this is a great song. Killer chugging riff. Um, honestly, I'm just going to throw it out here. This is one of those, you pack a fucking bowl and you light it the fuck up and get baked tracks to me. Um, literally tied with Desert Plains is my favorite track on the album. I fucking, I love this song. I think it's fantastic, man. Right on. Do you want to um, trade you can say, Mark, that I picked Desert Plains and Mike picked Solar Angels. <laughs> he might say no. He might say no. We're good. Uh, but it's recorded that who picked who. Picked what? I mean. Yeah, okay, well then, fuck that shit. <laughs> That'd be just lying in the notes, man. Come on. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I, I Have I been known to not lie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're blatantly, you're blat, you're blatantly truthful. God damn it! <laughs> Best way to be. Yep. Yep. I, I think oh, I think no, most of my no. friends are man. I think that's what I like. I don't like bullshit. And none of you guys give me bullshit. You call me out for my uh, Michael call me out for liking poison. Bushy will call me out for liking rush, but I don't give a fuck. I'll call you. I'll call you out because I don't want to call you in. <laughs> 
That's great. <laughs> uh, fuck, I still can't believe you like uh, King Diamond but not Getty Lee. It just doesn't make no sense to me. I did not say... Not you. I, oh, I'm sorry. That's Nate. <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? I think you're both fucked because I think Neil... I think Getty Lee and King Diamond rule. So there you go. <laughs> I'm just weird. All right, man. 20 minute songs. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Getting irritated just thinking about it. Oh my hey god. Man, yeah. I hey man. Hey, Rob Fiera. Fuck Xanadu. I said it. <laughs> I did. Oh. I did a podcast on Rock and Metal Combat podcast where we did a King Diamond album, and it was the one that I did because you requested that from me and if you hear their episode I mentioned that I did it already before them and that it was you who suggested it so props to you man nice of Wait. course on their podcast they did most of the talking and and then I uh, and got the chance to read some sort of I don't know um, Bob and Jane go down the hill whoop de doo um, where's the pill? But, I mean, hey, man, on mine, well, well you, you, you can hear both, but, but if, if you hear mine first, mine is the first. Okay, Lee, let's get to All the, right. let's get a metal mic. Yeah, what no, you... shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. Okay, man. See, see, uh, um, Nate, we both have long-winded co-hosts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have, have a long-winded coat. I, I have a long-winded coat. I can't edit Lee. Lee will get pissed. <laughs> no, I won't. It's just that you don't know how to edit. Uh, I edited, dude. I did that Zoom episode. I didn't have any breaks in it. I edited that fucking re really great. So fuck you. I could do it if I want to. <laughs> if I have to. But fuck, okay, Metal Mike, what do you, you think of Solar to. Angels? But you're fooling me. But anyway, I, just gonna, I, I just said it's tied with my favorite track of oh, yeah. the album with Desert yeah, yeah. Where, where are you at, Mark? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Lee, Lee, Lee took me off track. I was me hey, supposed hey, to talk hey, about hey, it, right? Attention. No, Lee I, just. I, I, get, I get paid by the hour, bitch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't get there it's by so tomorrow, good. man. I'm sorry. I can't suck your dick till tomorrow. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my that God. sounds like a song that I want to take my payment any way I can. That sounds like a song that I will um, write for a lady to sing to her her favorite rock star, I guess. All right. Well, what I think about this, did Lee? Did you already said what you thought about it? Everybody said what I they guess thought about I did. it, except me. This is a great song, great bass and drums again. Uh, this isn't like a, they're not going full priest on air again, but it's a great song. I like it. And oh, then we, good for you. And then we get to the next song, uh, You Say Yes. What do you think about this one, Metal Mike? Okay, this is kind of funny. Uh, just to, to me, a really fun rocker. Totally cheesy, you know? But of that time, I mean... Uh, and besides, I love some cheese, man, you know? Um, <laughs> me too, man. Uh, and at one time, this was Metal Mike's favorite track on the album, Upon Release. I was like nice. 10 years old, you know, because it came out, I think, oh. in February of 81. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just have a lot of great memories of jamming out to this this particular track in this album. Um, it's just fun, dirty rock track. And 
course, you know, as you, as you, as you look at the lyrics, it's like, oh, my. <laughs> you know, um, definitely uh, takes on a whole different meaning. But um, apparently, obviously, eventually, as I got older, this song got eclipsed by the previous two tracks. But I know some people bag, like my good friend, who's also a DJ at the station, DJ Samuel Wetz. He's not a big fan of the song, but I can't help it, man. It's like. You say yeah, and it, it's one of those songs that gets caught in your head. Like yeah, you'll I, find yourself humming yeah. it or or, or or going through your your brain. <laughs> I need to <laughs> drink a little bit more before you get to me. So so wait so so wait and keep talking for about right. five minutes. Before. Whatever, Lee, don't be a hater, man. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean, ten year old Mike, he fucking loved the fuck out of this track, man. What did nice. you think about it, nice. Bushy? Well, I'm going to say 47-year-old Bushy fucking loves the fuck out of this album. Oh, God. Or, or, uh, this keep track. talking for a while. I need to keep drinking. <laughs> it's it's my second favorite song on the album. Oh, shit. Uh, Priest plays the blues. And it's Mark, you go on awesome. before me. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's it, it, like Metal Mike said, it's cheesy, great fun. I actually had cheesy, great fun in my notes here, Mike. Oh, shit. Uh, it's such a stupid chorus, but I can't help it. I know, right? <laughs> I'll be singing it. I love it. I don't care. <laughs> that breakdown is just classic 80s awesomeness. <laughs> and then it gets kind of poppy as fuck as it picks up a little bit after that breakdown. But it punches its way back in. You're back on pace. You're back on tempo. It's a horrible, amazing fucking <laughs> track. I love this fucking song. I know I, I drink. I'd, oh, so you want me to go first or you want to go last? You can still. All right, so I'll go first. This song is fucking cool, different. And when they bring it down, man, that rules. And with that funky riff comes in and Rob goes, you say yes, you say yes. And then freaking, then that lead comes in. This is a fucking great fucking, Fuck yeah. like you guys said, cheesy. I didn't realize it's cheesy, but it is, man. Because that chorus just fucking gets in your head like fucking uh, Marky Mark's good vibrations. <laughs> it's like it's just, well, I mean, it's... even the lyrics, I'm going to go ahead and read some of them. That way it gives Bush, or uh, Lee, even more time. Oh, to God go damn it. <laughs> Say you want to rip it up, paint the town red, want to do the hot spots, get it in the head. You drive me crazy. I know your game. You've done it all before. You'll do it all again. You say Whatever. yes. I say no. My blood's on fire. I grip Okay, my... all right. You're nothing but a teaser. Give me some relief. There you go, <laughs> Lee. Take it away. Man. Yeah, see, that is cheesy, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I didn't notice it till you guys said it, but I still like it. Well, I like cheese you know, also. You know how I said this that. This this is oh, Lee shut up! I've heard. I'm looking at the bottle, peeking to the floor. I okay, got, well, me. I got white knuckles. Can't. I, all can't right, then you it. already said what? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all I was gonna say is like, like you know, I I keep saying that I I like pretty much almost all of the songs on here. About about five or six of my favorite. This is not one of them. Um, Obviously, I don't, I don't hate it. I I like it a hell of a lot better than any song off of the Elder by Kiss. <laughs> but but, Bam! but I mean, and, 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 and and I mean I would rather hear this ten times in a row than hearing only one song off of that album. The fuck but, out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get the fuck out of here and listen to that song and, and not the Kiss album. But 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 uh, oh, 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 this this song is like just the grandson of the boy. But at least the grandson knows how to do a good guitar riff. This song is okay, but I mean it's 
if I'm hearing the whole album, I like it. But if I'm just studying each individual song, I have to say this song sounds like they had a filler tune and that they had to do it in order to make the requirements for the amount of time to make an album. But but that otherwise they might not have done it. But, I mean, you know, if you like it, you like it. All right, man. Like I said, 10-year-old Mike loved it. Now I, I still love it, but for different reasons. Well, More... I like Up, Up, and Away, My Beautiful Balloon by the Fifth Dimension. You might not, but hey, I ain't going to apologize for that. Oh, shit. my God. <laughs> All right. Lee, did you take acid back in the day? No, no. but 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 my my um, my um my whoever was around me might have, and, 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 and I felt the vibes of the puffy pink dragon penguin because you like a lot of that hippie freaking you yeah. always um, talk about <laughs> hippie stuff as if it's bad well what it, were about peace do you like war is that what you're about are you about no i told you that i told you the hippie vocals that irritate me is like the freaking this is the dawning of the age of aquarius like a oh, fuck that shit great they were good <laughs> I hate, great song. I hate the fucking vocals. Or Jesus okay, Christ. No, they were good. Or Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, God. Now, no. that I can kind of agree, even though Ian Gillen was the lead vocalist. <laughs> so. Yeah, see, I like Jesus Christ Superstar. That, right. <laughs> that album rules. I had the album and it had Murray Head. Hey, we ought to do an album by Murray Head. He's not so well known, Mark. Well, he's I'm he's the one who did One Night in Bangkok, right? Yeah. I yeah. know who he is. I haven't heard the whole album. No, <laughs> I know that song. Me neither. But but I'm gonna pick it just for us, just to, isn't that, just because. Isn't it from that play chess? I have no idea. Yeah. You might, damn it! You might know what I'm doing before <laughs> I do. I don't like that. Shit. Dude, I listen to all kinds of shit. I like One Night in Bangkok. That's a cool song. <laughs> Uh, or freaking tacos putting on the Ritz. <laughs> now that one is a little tiny bit not what I would do. <laughs> Maybe if I don't do the Murray Head album, you might um, make a deal with me by not doing the taco album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, freaking, I'll just give you fucking Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue. <laughs> Doing Murray Head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But only when I'm so totally drunk that I don't know how to press any other button to get any other song. <laughs> I like to rock down to Electric Avenue. What are you talking I about? I know, man. That song rules. Uh, it's okay, but I mean, um, the whole album of that song, no. Uh oh, how about Musical Youth Pass, the Ducci Pond oh, Left God, Pass? I would rather do any <laughs> I like musical youth too, man. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just that Where song, I, man. Just that song. <laughs> All right, man. All right, song. Let's get. You're listening to the fucked reality podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening to the Lee is totally drunk, so he can't swear as hard as he really wants to. Podcast. Well, I, I'm recording from the Bizarro universe. I'm Superman's Bizarro, so That's <laughs> yeah. Cool. I like that idea. All right, man. But let's get to the next song, All the Way. What would you think about this, uh, Nate? Uh, fuck this song. 
It's definitely not as good as uh, the Kiss song of the same name. That, now, that's a good fucking song. In fact, I should talk about that song <laughs> instead of talking about this fucking song. The opening lick is kind of cool. I'll grant it that. The riff's boring as fuck, though. Halford salvages a tune, but just somewhat. Just somewhat. I am not a fan of this fucking song at all. This is a skip. What'd you think about it, Metal Mike? Fuck, I, I didn't hate it. Goddamn, Bush. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I, it's all right, man. It's kind of a fun, <laughs> rollicking tune. A little bit of a dirty rocker. Um, if you listen to the lyrics, he's basically talking about banging a dude and making him his bitch. Or is it the other way around? I'm not sure. It's a little fucked up, though. Probably my least favorite song on the album. But not horrible by any means. I've, I've heard worse. Just a boy is worse. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> I'm just a boy. <laughs> That's the only Going song. Going all the way. Dude, that, that song is so gay that even Elton John was like, dude, that's fucking gay. <laughs> um, and that's why they call it the blues. Love that yeah. song. God. Just a boy. I hate Elton John the in the way. 80s, man. You didn't even hear what I said. Elton John, said, 70s rules. Listen to me. All right. I guess that's why they call it the blues. I'm just a boy going all the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty pretty raunchy, Lee. Hey, man. That's a, that's a whole lot I, of gay right there. I know. I'm just a boy a going all the way. Women, a whole lot of gay. <laughs> Not me. I'm a whole lot of woman. Wait, what say I? No. Oh my god. <laughs> Alrighty then. Any chance I get, I will I will do lyrics. Any chance I get I, I mean get, I will do lyrics. <laughs> so Lee, what'd you think about this song? I was hoping you wouldn't ask, but actually, <laughs> in truth, it's the one song that I don't really remember it, except I remember when I did an episode where I talked about it and I did do my own original episode of reviewing this album i remember saying i don't really care for it so i will say that i probably think that this is the worst song on the album and yeah. even though i any song off of this album is a hell of a lot better than any song off of an album by a group called like fun <laughs> i'm still going to say i I don't really think it's all that great. Yeah, I agree with all three of you, man. This is like a weird solid thing. I good I could say about it is like freaking Rock Halford does hit some high notes that he hasn't hit on the rest of this album, which is pretty cool, but the song sucks. <laughs> oh man. And did we get We should have you sometime be the very first one to say what you think so then that way you don't piggyback on what we say before you give me your opinion <laughs> oh, anyway i got it written uh, down you want me to send you the notes no no i'll send you uh, the notes e i'll email them to you bitch if, i'm not if, giving my opinion oh if, if we are all in agreement then that's even more weird but i i i i believe you you know what uh nate what do you think about troubleshooter yeah fucking <laughs> metal this shit is driving, dude. That riff is just fucking awesome. And it's awesome in its simplicity. Talk about a fist in the air with fucking horns up and a big fucking arena. Hell yeah, dude. 
that alternated guitar solo, oh, they're tasty as hell. This is a great track, and this is why you listen to an entire album. Yes, you have to hear shit like All the Way. It sucks. <laughs> but then you get Troubleshooter, that fucker. I love this track. What did you think about it, Metal Mike? I pretty much echo my um, co-host's statements on that. It's a really good track. Um, just, you know, I don't even want to use the word killer filler, but it's not a track you would listen here on the radio. It's not a single, but it's killer filler. You know, it's... Great song. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, and I'm not piggybacking off any of you guys. I got the notes. I'll send them to you. Uh, love that drum I, beat. I, I, I was drunk, so <laughs> anyway, right. go on. Well, you still are drunk. How could you be drunk okay, two minutes okay, ago? Okay. Not drunk I now. was and I still am. Okay, All right. Whatever. There you go. Uh, drum beat is fucking killer. Simple riff. Ear candy. Uh, I just keep saying this. That this is the Hill and Holland show on this album. And the rest of the band is playing off of them. I may be nuts, but it's a great change-up after British Steel and right before Screaming. I love this song. Fucking great. Mm -hmm. Yep. So then, uh, Lee, did you, you talk about it? it? No. Go ahead. Uh, um, because you, you, you wanted to... Go well, I, I was going to make a joke and say, no, I already told you what I said. <laughs> but, but, but you ruined that joke, you bitch. But anyway, <laughs> um, actually, this yeah, is weird. Bitch. Bitch. This is weird because even though I don't really remember this song, I remember that I loved it. So, so that's all I got to say. It's it's a good song that I don't remember, but I think that it's one of my favorite song here. Well, it's like what Kevin Croden says on live Ario. He said on fucking one fifty seven Riverside Avenue. I say bitch to Lee because it's a language that he could understand. <laughs> and Kevin Cronin was not on the original. Um, version of that song. I know he wasn't. Terry Luttrell was. Yeah, he's And sucks. we should do an album with Starcastle. That's the album that I will do with you. Oh, if, if 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 you ever. I think um, you said that a, to me. I said it was cool. I think I, I, think oh, I well, actually well, have well, well, a Starcastle record. Nice. Well, then maybe we all have to do the episode. <laughs> but I'll pick one that you don't have. Oh, I wasn't volunteering. Well, I'm not saying volunteer. I'm saying I'm the guy who says stuff. <laughs> and then, then you can say whatever. Like, 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 you, like, like I say, sit down and you say no. You say, okay, well, you look good standing up. And you say, okay. And I say, I want you to sit down. And you said no. And, and I, then you no, say no, yes, and I say no. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Lee will be going, yes! <laughs> and you'll be going, no. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, and then we get to the last track on the album, uh, On the Run. What'd I, you th I thought that was the last track. No, you got On the Run. What did you think about this, Metal Mike? Uh, just another solid track. Uh, in my opinion, a really good album closer. Uh, I do think this album's a bit top-heavy, but then right there you got the you know, like troubleshooter. And then this, I don't know. I think this is a good solid record, man. Like I said, I've never really understood some of the, um, disdain this record gets. And I wasn't even really aware of it until years later. It was like, Oh, okay. So this is how some, pre to me, it was just another priest record. And maybe part of that's because I got introduced to priest as a little kid, 70 stuff, you know? So to me, it wasn't, it was still Judas priest. If that makes any sense, you know? So, yeah, I, I dig it, man. What do you guys think? 
What do you think about it, Bushy? Uh, yeah, I think it's a killer closing track. Um, I really like Rob's vocals throughout this song. I love how he's just kind of holding notes out instead of just blasting through the lyrics. And he's climbing all over his vocal range, like especially during the chorus. Uh, don't even get me going about the fucking guitar solos. Holy shit. And again, the bass and drums are just being laid down, man. They're the standouts. Uh, but this is everything I love about heavy metal. It's a great closing track. And yeah, I think it's a great album. Take all the way off of it and you got a perfect album. I agree with you. What do you, th um, what do you think about it, Lee? Yeah, I, I had to look and, and I realized that it was a 10th song on the album. It wasn't 11 songs. So I don't know what the hell I thought was the... Tenth song, and that this was <laughs> the the um, extra. But from what I remember, I think it was good. I think that it, if I remember correctly, it may not be quite my thing as much as Troubleshooter, but I think it's still up there. I think it's probably more like, for me, like in the same league as Don't Go. Like it's a good. Um, last song, but it's not necessarily a song that I would put on first, unless I'm probably going to put it on first after we're done, because I want to hear it again, because I, um, you know, um, most of the album I totally remember, and, and, and some of it, no matter how much I hear it, the best songs still blur through, but yeah, I have no problems with it. I think it's probably one of my favorites of the songs that aren't my favorites on here. So, what I think about On the Run, freaking Rob is hitting those uh, highs constantly, like uh, Nate was saying, man, Bushy. Uh, this song is a great closer for a great album. And, man, and, and then I told Bushy I was going to do the bonus track. Uh, what'd you think about the bonus track, Bushy? Thunder Road. Okay, so uh, I had to go back and listen to it, obviously, like an hour before uh, you, we started this. Dude, this is very turbo-sounding uh, production-wise, which is probably why I dig the fuck out of this tune. Of course There's you lot... <laughs> Shut up, Metal Mike. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot going on with these guitars. It really fills the song up. If you listen to the rest of this record, or the actual record. There's a lot of empty space in there. Um, this doesn't have an empty spot in it, this song does. I love that fuzz box sound. I love that I think I'm hearing keyboards in there. I'm not sure. But uh, that fuzz sound in the solo especially is fucking amazing, dude. This is just a cool tune. It's badass. Oh, and, and you you want to know why you like it? Because actually it was recorded for Ram It Down. <laughs> 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 Great song, Metal Mike. Tell, tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's not. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the Turbo Ram It Down era. It's my least favorite of the Judas Priest of the Rob Halford era. I just have to be honest, man. It's like, I mean, there's no fucking. For one thing, drum track. Hello, fuck that shit. Um, uh, fuck. <laughs> just fuck that record, all right? And fuck Turbo. Other than Out in the Cold. You know, shots fired. I, I, I don't know. It's just not my jam, you know? I mean, if other people like it, go with God, man. It's okay, man. You won't hear me, but you'll feel me. 
I didn't even hear the song because I didn't even know we were doing the. See, I, I didn't know we were doing tracks. the bonus tracks either. But I, but but I will yeah. say that um, I know that Judas Priest has like a tendency to put bonus tracks from albums that are not from the original recording right. session. So, which I think is kind of weird, personally. So I, I don't think get that. that so I think that is kind of weird. Probably an okay second-rate song, and that's what I will say. Well, it sucks. I'm agree I'm agreeing with okay. Nate on this one because this sounds kind of like like you said turbo-ish, and then I saw it was from the Ram It Down sessions, which that's just not one of my favorite wow. Jesus Priest albums. <sighs> but I do like this song. This fucking rules. I like it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good stuff. I was I was pleasantly surprised. You know how much I like doing record reviews. I try to not do this shit very often. <laughs> okay, you can... so when you're like, yeah, we got bonus tracks, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> well, the interesting There's thing about this, notes I, I have to write. I, I listened to it because you know, obviously, I have the digital version. I've got the vinyl uh, at my brother Mark's. He's holding all my vinyl for me right now at the moment. And um, yeah, so but I did also listen to it on my Amazon Music streaming service at work, and I was like, Thunder Road, the fuck is this shit? So I looked it up, and I went, oh. Uh -huh. Um, the other bonus track is a uh, live version of Desert Plains from Keel Auditorium St. Louis. I My think that's probably Woods. a hell of a lot better. It is. It is. I like um, it. That's, that's an awesome Recorded on in, in uh, May 23rd, 1986. So it, there wait, you go. Mark, did you say you don't like it? No, I love it. It's oh, awesome. Okay. It's from uh, the Keel Auditorium in St. Louis. Which yeah, no longer exists. Yeah. That's what Metal Mike said. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. pay attention to your show, man. I am, man. <laughs> I'm just saying it was cool because I, I was I was just ever. I was just saying it's by his in his uh neighborhood. That's all I was trying to point out. My neck of the woods. Yeah, your neck of the woods, man. Did you ever go to that place? Yes, I did actually. Uh, I saw um and you guys are gonna laugh. Um I saw I saw a few bands there. I saw uh I saw Metallica there with the Justice for All tour with Queens nice. opening. Which was amazing because it was Creens where I support and Operation Mindcrime and Metallica just for all. It was just fucking phenomenal show. I saw um, Ted Nugent blow fucking Kiss off the stage on the Crazy Night Store. Nice. Mm. He did, though, man. I, I got to be honest. Now, I've seen Nuge twice, both times open for Kiss. The other time was at the Riverport Amphitheater, which they always change the name all the time. But that's the... That's the place where Guns N' Roses riot happened, um, and it was Kiss on the farewell tour with Nuge opening. And yeah, 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 Skid Row, Nuge, and Kiss. Yeah, and that was they man, they were killer. But I got to be honest, um, Nugent on the Crazy Nights tour, yeah, they just blew. It. it was really weird though because Crazy Nights, as far as live shows, it's, it's kind of considered uh, out out of that that era of Kiss eighty. To be, because they didn't, they didn't have as much pyro, they didn't have as much theatric as they normally do, you know. So I got to be honest, oh. when I went to see that, which I wasn't really big on um, that album, anyways, we all know, but you know, it was my chance to see Kiss, so we took it, and I was a little disappointed. But Eric Carr's drum solo was phenomenal. I mean, they didn't sound bad. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't bad. But Nugent fucking came out and just kicked the fucking shit out of him, man. See, I saw Nugent destroyed at '99 when I saw him on the farewell Yeah, he tour. was he was he was great, but so was Kiss. And that man, Ace Frehley, was on fire that night. It was yeah, awesome. when, I, when I saw him in uh, Syracuse, they were. But dude, Nugent's so fucking loud. I mean, that dude's yeah. got to turn down the volume a little bit. Holy shit! 
Yeah. I mean, I was ready for Kiss to come on, but for different reasons. I just wanted to breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nugent, Nugent, don't fuck around, man. And like I said, I was already it breaks the volume. Your your ears will ring for two days. I was already a Nugent fan because, again, my my neighbor across the street he introduced me to Ted Nugent when I was young. So yeah, I liked Ted. I did. But when I saw him live, it was like holy shit, man. And, man. and like I said, he just I, I, like I said he just they just, he just just demolished Kiss, man. Of course, it didn't help that Kiss was supporting a subpar album, but you know, hey. Yeah, man. See, thank yeah. you for agreeing with me, Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I agree with you out of default anyway but but what i was going to say is um if if you ever hear the amboy dukes and, yes. and they're they're like like migration or or the album rock bottom mm -hmm. those are, are pretty um out there albums that yeah yeah like I, I, to review one of these days I, i'm somewhat familiar with the amboy dukes i've got their they're, i've got their catalog they're, they're kind of out there you know yeah they, they are but they, man they get some of that guitar work by Nuge is just fucking killer, though, dude. He, he was fact, badass um, even then. Don't they have to turn into the center of your mind? Yeah. Yeah, they and, will. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and I found out about a Michael Quattro album where they do a song, Court of the Kim Crimson King, by, by you know, King Crimson. And, and it's mm -hmm. like a very, like, classical and very mellow and not very interesting song, but I noticed that Ted Nugent is on guitar on that version, and I'm like, mm -hmm. wow, he does he does a lot of stuff that you don't even realize. He can he even said somewhere he said I can play anything, and he can play anything. Yeah, and Ian, oh, you know. Ian Wadley, I'm with Ralph on American Campfire. That song rules. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that song. I, I like it too, it. actually. It's I, I listened to it. I, I'm kind of on the, in the middle. I thought the guitar solos and the guitar work was fucking badass. That fucking tasty guitar solo. The song itself, I'm like, nah, it's all right. It's, it didn't really do anything for me, but I didn't think it was as bad as, as, as Wadzilla did. You know, I was like, <laughs> fuck, I've heard, I've heard worse, Just a Boy, for instance. Um, but, um, just a boy. Hell. Hey, I'm still, I'm Sanity. still, Fuck that. I'm, I'm still, I'm still like stunned that the elder was your number two, Bush. I'm sorry Dude. that I'm like, what Love the that fuck? Record. Rush Love gave that you lit, Rush gave number you literature. Two, Kubla Khan, man. Honeydew, come on. What can, what do you hate about Xanadu? It's painting it's you a picture really of great. utopia. Ah, oh, fuck off, I Lee. thought at first that, that, that you were talking about Olivia Newton-John Xanadu. Now that's a good song. Oh, God. You know what? I have to agree with you. I do love that song. I had that on vinyl as a kid. I love ELO on that soundtrack. That soundtrack rules. I can make a blues album of the same chords over and over again with only the words going, hey, hey, uh, uh, hey, hey, uh, uh, and do it for a couple of hours and, and Gene, give you and Gene. give you um a copy of it and then have you give it nothing but props up gene kelly rules do you like xanadu mike um gene kelly okay. is from the long I mean, ago you know what's funny about xanadu when it came out i don't really remember that movie like it came out under my radar but then years later i watched it 
it was on. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I was like, that's that's a fun Kelly? little film. And um, I was high, so I kind of <laughs> liked it. You know? like, I was like, man, this movie is a fucking trip. Also, I mean, come on, man. Olivia Newton-John, especially at that time, what great eye candy. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I just like stared at her ass when she puts on the black spandex. <laughs> I know, right? I oh, know, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, you know. Splits so, that ham. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, she was a little cutie, man. So yeah, it was. It's all right, man. I mean, it's not something I'd add to my movie collection or anything. But but uh, would you rather right. see Scat Brothers? Sorry, Delaney um, and 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 his. Band of guys who were like dancing whoop de woo. No, never mind. No, <laughs> no. I don't think, okay, I, okay. I think I'd pass on that. Man. No, okay, that, that but it's gotta be better than just a boy, right? <laughs> they I'm were sorry, just man. men, dude. They were I, just men. I, I was gonna I'm listen sorry. to I'm picking on Bushy. I need to stop. <laughs> so I kept hearing everybody make fun of just a boy, and I said, Well, I'm gonna listen to it. If I like it, I'll listen to freaking the elder. I listened to that song, he said, Nope. <laughs> nope. So you've never heard the elder in its entirety? Mark? No, I can't. After That's just awesome. a boy, I'm going. Great. Nope. It's great. That's Mark, look. Will you listen I, to I my? I love just a boy, um, but listen to the rest of the record. Um, there Mark, are some you... actually decent tracks on that. Mark, it's not. Will Will you listen to my review of all the Kiss albums where I rank them? I I think I already have, but. The, oh, thing, cool, cool. the thing is, I tell people, hey, I'll do The Elder if people do it with me. Because I, I want to be made to listen to it. Because <laughs> well, I can't I, do it. I can't do I it. I think that it is smart <laughs> that you aren't going to do it. I don't want to do that album with you. Oh, I was going to say, wait a second. I am down for another record review if that would be the one. Yeah, I, would, I would do it on my God. podcast with you, Nate, if you don't mind me yelling the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, Nate. Um, um, I, 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 you, you, you're a good podcast host, so I, I would do that album with you, just to have you Said, on. The I, show. I just want to do the elder, so it makes me listen to it because after just the boys go, nope, 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 nope. This isn't the kiss uh, I like. Well, yeah, but who hurt. steers the ship through the stormy sea? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! My hope is lost, and so are we. Dude, just stop already. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourself. Fucking terrible, man. <laughs> but what I wanted to say was... I'm no hero, but some I of us, I could be. <laughs> we need to do an Amboy Duke sound marriage on the rocks, rock bottom. That that album is going to be... Dude, you're going to be like... Um... What? You 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 you're not you're not going to think of Ted as just the American normal conservative shotgun blasting he ain't normal um a <laughs> guy who does only heavy blues rock you're going to hear some really interesting music nice hmm. nice I have to check that out Lee I have to check it out yeah um, I'm going to uh, actually forget about hearing what I said I was going to hear, which is, no, I'll, I'll still listen to Thunder Road, even though I don't think I will like it, and then after that, I'm going to hear Marriage on the Rocks by by the Amboy Dukes. It's a weird album, and and, 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 yeah, and the thing is, he does not say anything bad about it, so that's even more interesting. All right. Hmm. 
Let's end this album that was Judas Priest's point of entry. It sold, uh, it went gold. I think the mm -hmm. album before it did better and the album after it did a lot better. So the fans weren't really taken to it. I absolutely love it. It was on the Billboard Top 200. It's 94. Mm -hmm. uh, so it did did its best in the United Kingdom, 14. So <laughs> yeah, really good album. I like it. I think it's underrated. I think uh, Judas Priest fans to check it out. But before we get yeah. to the tracks of the week, I need Bushy and Mike to promote their shit. Oh, shit. Go ahead, but Mike. Well, I'm going to do more than one since this is a crossover episode. Yeah, that's okay. go for it. Um, first of all, I want to promote, it just came out, the new Crowbar album, Zero and Below. Mm. Uh, Crowbar is a band that's been around since the early 90s. Um, new Orleans sludge metal at its fucking finest. One of my all-time favorite bands. Kirk Winstein is the illegitimate son of Tony Iommi. I mean, they call my Iommi the riff master. They call Winstein the riff lord. Um, I've been a huge fan of theirs. Seen them live many, many times. Uh Really, really cool. Great band. Great album. They're one of those bands, in my opinion, doesn't really put out a bad record. Um, I love them. So, yeah, go check it out, man. And the other th pick or uh, um, promotion I have is uh, a friend of uh, the podcast and uh, really good dude. He has his own YouTube channel as well. He has a band. They're from Louisville, Kentucky, known as Wild Ride. W. Mm -hmm. Y-L-D-R-Y-D-E. They are kind of a mixture, when I listen to them especially, which he said, you know, they wear their influences on there. Uh, you'd like them, Bush. A very glam metal influence, but yet a new, it's it's like a combination of, of new wave of British heavy metal with glam metal. With Motley Crue. They got a lot yeah. of Motley Crue. The fucking EP but, rules. But good Motley Crue. Um, yes, so, good Motley Crue, yeah. Um, but I like a lot of the bad Motley Crue you guys don't like either, so Yeah, I don't okay, know. so, you know, <laughs> so, um, yeah, but they, they cite Rat, they cite Motley Crue's influence, they cite fucking Maiden and, and Priest, and it's just really good hard rock traditional metal. Um, nice. They got two EPs, the one is City Streets, which is remastered, I just ordered from, and he sent me a little note, Metal Mike, thanks for your support, man, you rock, now crank it, Mick Watkins. 22822. Thank you, Mick. And their newest record, which is even better than this one, is Gasoline Alley. The fucking fur the title track is a banner. You'd love it, Bushy. Um, I definitely, definitely thank. Um, there's, again, great EP. It's got four tracks plus two bonus tracks. Hold on me alone, six gun shooter, come and go and don't say no. Um, really, really, the second album is, is, the first record or EP is really good, but the, the second one's just. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So that are my promote. Those are the my promotions of the week. Yeah, and you, uh, Bushy. Oh, uh, I thought you just wanted to promote where we were. Um, make sure you check out that metalstation.com, Of course, oh, I do yes. a show on Saturdays, ten a.m. to one p.m. Eastern. Metal Mike on Friday nights, eight p.m. Eastern until one a.m. Uh, but look, all this talk about these great bands, and you motherfuckers keep missing the best band out there. Uh, the name of the album is Electric Studio Hits. It's by hmm. the great Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Uh, can't oh, wow. go for an answer. Can you picture that? Jungle Boogie. Come on, man. That's just good, fun, clean shit. <laughs> I love the Muppets, right man. So I'll be there the with Muppets. you. I love yeah, the Muppets. Right there man. with you. See, right Bush, there with you. We agree sometimes. We agree. Yes. <laughs> Muppets rule, man. 
There's nothing <laughs> yeah. out there no. you can't do. Yes, even Santa Claus believes I was it. actually <laughs> about to look them up and get their album. <laughs> it is uh, actually pretty cool. I like it, man. He, I loved it as a kid. I still do, man, you know? Oh, yeah. It's uh, can't stuff. you picture that? Did yeah. you see the Muppets Halloween special on Disney Plus? That's pretty damn No, cool. I have not. I haven't watched that I, I haven't watched any new Muppets. Uh, if I go to Disney Plus to watch the Muppets, I go with the old school Muppet show. Yeah, I've been watching that, too. That fucking rules. Oh yeah. yeah, I just I just remember Elton John on there doing Crocodile Rock. Fucking <laughs> like the Crocodile uh, Rock. Yes, yes. That was Alice tough. Cooper. I'm Alice Cooper. Oh yeah, that fucking show ruled. And then they tried to redo yeah. it and they fucked it up. They tried to make yeah. it like a reality show. I remember show. them from Sesame Street back in the early seventies. To me, the Muppet Show was like the repeat. All right. I I loved Sesame Street too, though, as a kid. I oh yeah. yeah. I only like Snuffleupagus. I still oh, remember on, Mr. Bird, Hooper from Hooper's Bird. store. I remember when yeah. he died. I remember when oh, he died. Man. I was a kindergarten. Yeah. Wow. No, I like Big, Big Bird. Fucking Oscar the Grouch, dude. Fucking Grover. Yeah. I don't like Grover, but I got a, got a soft spot Bert in my heart Ernie. for uh, Super Grover. I, I didn't mm, even... Grover. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember that. In fact... You don't want to talk I, about Bert and Ernie? I just said Bert and Ernie. I know. Just, you don't yeah. want to talk about their relationship? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, I, I didn't even know how to tell time, but in our neighborhood, they had horns. The firemen honk, 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 honk. They did three honks, and they did it at 8 o'clock in the morning, and they did it at noon, and they did it at 6 at night. And when I heard the honking at 8 o'clock, I knew Sesame Street was up, was on, so I went to my... Um, television and I watched it. All right, nice. nice. Let's get to the tracks of the week. Uh, Bushy, you picked a Sevenfold Gunslinger, and I I went listen to it because I do like Vince Sevenfold. It reminded me like early like later Cinderella. It's pretty cool. I like the song. Yeah, it's a good mm. song, and I think with what's going on in uh, Ukraine, this is a song talking about a soldier coming home after war. And I I just thought it fit, man. It's a great track. Mm -hmm. And then Metal Mike, you picked Exodus. The beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> I never really listened to Exodus, maybe here and there, but I listened to that song today and I was like, fuck, this is fucking awesome. Oh, dude. <laughs> they're awesome, man. Yeah, Exodus are, and they're right there. I mean, they were one of the first thrash metal bands right there with Metallica. I mean, Kirk Hammett was in that band. It was, yeah. he formed that band, you know, and then Gary Holt kind of just took over. It's kind of funny because he even said, he goes, it was a good move. Obviously, it's a good move for Kirk financially. And then I was able to take the band in the direction I wanted to go in. But, uh, yeah, I, and, and, and there's like three different singers, but I love them all. Uh, Exodus is a great band. I highly, highly recommend you check them out, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I was like listening to that. I go, why haven't I listened to this band before? This rules. <laughs> and I go, damn. Yeah, they're, they're fucking badass, dude. And then uh, Lee picked uh, Crocus, Loud Stick Goes Boom. You guys like that song? Yes. <laughs> I love that fucking song. Well, Crocus yeah, rules, right. dude. Hell yeah. Long stick goes boom. Dude, that shit's hot. Yeah. Yeah, fucking <laughs> rules. And it, I, I was going to pick um, Saxon, but I decided to pick a, a newer band, uh, Lorena Lohema. It's called, the song is called Bitch Fire from oh, their cool. album The Reckoning. And fucking, this song rules. It's like, it's like fucking painkiller done by females. It's the, their vocals are just like, 
painkiller and the beat is like fucking just rules. It's like a bitch fire. They go bitch fire burning out the steak. You know, it's fucking awesome. Right on, man. I'll have to check it out, dude. Oh, dude, they rule. I've had... Yeah, give Saxon honorable mention, though, because they've been putting out some really good albums. The last few albums, man, I think Saxon's just been on a roll, so I do want to... Throw that out there. I actually got to see them live a couple of years ago with um, Black Star Riders, which of course is the current version of Thin Lizzy. Fucking man, Fit Byford still has it, dude. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, I heard that album Carpe Diem by mistake, and I go, "Fuck, what is this?" And I was, "Oh god, I gotta get this shit." It fucking rules. I like Saxon, but I didn't notice they had new stuff on. You guys have been talking about it. The other podcasts have been talking about it, but I just never like went to listen to it until it came on, like on Amazon Shuffle. I was like, damn. Right on. Mm. Yeah, they're they're really cool, man. I, I dig me some sax and um, you know, uh it's, it's a especially like I'd say the last like I mean, fuck dude, call to arms, sacrifice, thunderbolt, those are all really those are the most recent releases, you know, obviously Carpe Diem. Yeah. Saxon, great, great band, man. Great band. Yeah, uh I don't know why they didn't get bigger because I have like three of their albums well, on vinyl. Well, they didn't get bigger in the States, Mark. They're still a big deal in Europe and other countries, you know. It's just, uh, yeah, they just didn't really break big over here. I don't know why. They got a cult following. Obviously, they have fans here in America. But, yeah, they didn't They didn't break through, like, Iron Maiden and Def Leppard. And, yeah, I know Joe Elliott wants to try to downplay that they weren't part of the new wave of British heavy metal, but they fucking were. Those first three albums are metal. Yes, there may be some pop elements, but they're metal. I was listening yeah, to the early years. At, fucking yeah, if rules. you want to, if you want to fucking talk about after Pyromania about being pop, sure. I talk about Pyromania as being pop, but the first two are metal. Yeah, well, Pyromania does have pop elements to it. It definitely does, dude. But it's still heavy. It's still a heavy. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I I agree I, with I, Metal I, Mike. Um, I I I um. In fact, when I had my band back in the day, back when I was the one who had the album, and so I, I. Um, had my band members, and we all came to hear my copy of the album, and they liked it better than me. And I always said, hey, man, I, I, I like about four songs really well. Here's the thing. Uh, I was in school. I did a song, and... Or, or the lyrics, and I and I had the idea for the words, um, 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 for the music, and I showed it to people in my my school, you know, other other um, guys who were into heavy rock, and they said, "Man, this song, your lyrics, someone's going to steal it." You know, um, I don't know who will, whether it's this group, that group. They mentioned groups. They went, "Someone's going to take it if you don't do it," and the song. The title was Rock Until You Drop. And then about six months later, Def Leppard did Rock, Rock Till You Drop. I did it first. Oh, man, <laughs> there's, there's jealousy right there. And mine was better. <laughs> okay. Like, now look, dude, don't get, don't get, don't get twisted. Rock until you drop, though. rock until you drop. I won't stop until you call your pop. Rock until you drop, rock until you drop. It wasn't. Lee. 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 And then they go, rock, rock till you drop. Lee. But it was called rock. till you drop. Shut up, Def Leppard. Hey, Lee, they called it Rock, Rock Till You Drop, not called Rock Till You Drop, so it was a totally different song. 
No, it's 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 like she said yeah or she said uh huh. Uh, you know what I'm trying to tell you? They took it from that. All right, uh, maybe. Oh, all right, man. Maybe. Are, are we a little bitter there, Lee. I, I know. Bitterness, man. I'm bitter so that they didn't take it and made it better. <laughs> they, I, 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 I'm okay, bitter because well. it's not better. Bitter butter, better. You Fair want enough, bitter so, butter? So. It's not better. So Pyromania is where they lost you. Fair enough. What's your favorite Def Leppard out? I like Ooh. high and dry. Me too, Lee. That's my favorite. Yeah, in favorite. fact, we agree on everything, man. And I'm so sorry that I said what I said about. Yeah, you're all right. We're buddy. all good, man. No, you I, know, I, I take high and dry. We're all great. Pyromania used to be my favorite of all time, but I've been listening to a lot of the early years lately, and I, I always love me I and love my wine. I love man. me and my wine. It's so fucking raw. I fucking yeah. love that song. It's okay. It's not on the original album, but it's I, all right. I know it isn't, but it fucking rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. As Saturday good. Night High and Dry, the fucking sing-along chorus. Goddamn. I like, no, no, no. One of the things I always like to get a kick out of Ralph is when he's like, well, I'm a huge 10 arm Def Leppard fan, which I am too. But I think the most significant thing that happened to Def Leppard and why they went in the dra it's it's when they lost Pete Wells, the guitarist. Because Pete's actually on Pyromania. He helped write a lot of the songs. So to me, that's why I still like it. Like, it's still, that's to me the common denominator where I'm like, okay. Because to me, Hysteria, I mean, obviously Phil Collin was on Pyromania as well. But to me, his his, his um, effect was felt on Hysteria. And after, I'm not, I'm, see, they lost me with that album. I know a lot of people love that record. I know it sold me, a million copies. Me. I know, I know. <laughs> but I was like, this is fucking Clint Rock, man. I didn't care for it. Uh, I love Clint, you know but what? not I my rock. I... Just saying. Fucking I... amazing. I love it I... too, man. Fucking stereo rules. I actually, I actually <sighs> looked because Pete Willis did do some music that was after he left, and then he did his own band during the time that they were doing his stereo and stuff. And his stuff sucked just as bad as his stereo, and I thought. If he was still in the group, they still would have went down. Um, Maybe no. you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. And, and, and I, I don't have... feel good about I don't... it. But, but, I, but, but, I, I... but he, he made me almost want to hear Ario Speedwagon, I Can't Stop This Feeling. Before hey, you like you like that album. Shut up! <laughs> okay. I did not say that I liked it. You like the album. We have it on record. It's one of no. our episodes. I, what, what? What what the fuck is the name of the album? I'll listen to the episode. Wheels tonight. are wheels are turning. <laughs> My God, why the? F I, I I I don't agree with you. I don't like it. I don't know why you're saying I do. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to listen, and then if I listen to it and I say what I don't think I want to say, I'm gonna tell myself to shut up. All right. I won't say Bon Jovi then. I right, shut up. <laughs> I just threw up in my fucking mouth. Man. <laughs> Oh, I love Bon Jovi. Right. Yeah, happy 60th uh, birthday, John. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. Happy sicky. All right, let's get let's end this show, man. These two gotta go somewhere, man. <laughs> I like... gotta go somewhere too, and it's not to. All right. Um, something. So here's the tracks of the week: Bushy, Avenge, Sevenfold, Gunslinger, Mike, Exodus. The beatings will continue until the morale improves. Uh, me, uh, Letta Lorhema, Herhema, Bitchfire, and Lee Crocus Loudstick goes boom. And then we also have Lee's tr uh, a track. Yeah. 
by Lee called Picking Your Nose, not your picking nose. My my nose. Picking my nose. Not nose. <laughs> but but it, it's like like he knows what's going on. K N O W S. Yeah. Picking my nose. Very interesting wordplay there. Yeah. So like yeah. a Kaddish, it is a Kanoes. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, I, I, I guess. Well, it, it, there's, there's, there's a story behind why I came up with that lyric. I'm bored, but, but, but we don't need to get into it. All but, right. But, 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 yeah, it's, 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 it's the song I picked. All right. We would like to thank the plug, uh, Bushy Nate Atchison and uh, Metal Mike Tyler coming on the podcast, man. And uh, we're happy to be on here with you, also on the plug podcast, man. Thank you, guys. You're yeah, welcome, and, and thanks Thank for the you. invite, brother. Uh, Thank you, man. Absolutely. Yeah, Mike. It, uh, gave me a, it gave me a chance to bitch. We haven't did a podcast <laughs> in a year. My uh, Skype told me last time we was talked was last a year. week that we did a podcast. Not with Metal Mike. Oh, 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 oh no, I'm, I'm talking about in general. Yeah, because we did Black Sabbath Sabotage. Yeah, right? it was over a year ago, man. Yeah, that, that was, yeah. Oh, I thought, oh, I, I said it was last week. What, what, never. All right, man. <laughs> Lee, you know All right, what? Guys. All right, man. Thank you, guys. I don't know what to do, but goodbye.
far too long But with all that we've been through After all this time I'm coming on to you Never let it show The pain I've grown to know Cause with all these things we do It don't matter when I'm coming on to you I reach towards the sky I've said my goodbyes My heart's always with you now I won't question why So many have died My prayers have made it Don't matter when I'm coming on to yeah, 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 yeah. Let us keep me warm Help me through the storm But with all that we've been through After all this time I'm coming, I'll be reached out the sky
to the soul With a chokehold Reach to the block with a fist Thirty days will dawn At the end of all the content Great guys black and blue With a ding of bell With a blood feud Here's what you gotta do
so I'm picking my nose. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.